Welcome back to this week's short Together Armor episode where you can quickly walk away with another tool, action, strategy, and encouragement to keep your family strong and faith-filled in today's world. Today, we are taking time to gather the armor of teaching our families the true virtue of gratitude. Come along, friend. Let's grow. You know those days where you just feel so overwhelmed and tired from all the busy and you just want to multiply the time you do have to create more time for intentional words and family dinners and quality time together? Do you just need to know that you really can keep your family close and your faith strong in today's world? Welcome to Families That Stick Together. Just step right over the random pile of clothes, turn right past the paper still out from last week's school project, maybe don't look at the sink, and make yourself at home, friend. I'm your host, Jennifer, wife to my high school sweetheart, mama four, and creator of Together Moments, where we took our same worries and figured out the answer to slowing down, keeping family time a priority, and creating deep connection through solid communication, even among all the busy. The answer is to gather moments, and we want to come alongside your family as you lay your foundation. If you're ready for time to slow down, intentional moments to overflow, and all of this to feel easy in your real life, then welcome, friend. With your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee, I can't wait to spend my time with you. I know that each one of us wants to raise our kids with the virtue of gratitude. And I also know that we all live in a world where immediate gratification is so simple. We can get anything we want when we want it. And so as parents, trying to teach the virtue of gratitude can feel a little bit challenging some days because our kids can't readily see it. They are not easily learning the values of self-control and easily using the value or learning the values of waiting and patience. And yes, I know we can teach them that and we certainly are. But in the big picture of the immediate gratification culture, we have to be more creative and more aware of teaching our children the values of gratitude in the everyday thing. And so today I just wanted to read you all a passage from my uh, morning reflection. I do this every day. It's called The Better Part. It's by Father John Bartunek. It's a beautiful book. It has all four of the gospels in it and you read one of the passages, and then it gives you a 10-minute reflection. These reflections are just broken into four quick sections called Christ the Lord, Christ the Teacher, Christ the Friend, Christ in my life. And so each of those sections are just a quick reflection on the gospel passage. So today I want to read you guys one that he did on Luke 17, chapter 11 through 19. This is when Jesus cures the 10 lepers, and you all know what happens how many come back and say thank you? It's just one. It's one man that comes back and and Jesus says, we're not all 10 made clean. The other nine, where are they? It seems that no one has come back to give praise to God except the foreigner. 
And the foreigner is a Samaritan. And we all know that Samaritans were the arch enemies of the Jews. So here's what the reflection talks about. He says, why would this gospel out of every miracle that Jesus performed, why would this one be included in the gospel? And he says, it's because of the ugliness of ingratitude and the beauty of gratitude. Jesus wants to teach us that. And I want to share with you his reflection on this real quick. The 10 lepers had no hope but Christ. Even their closest relatives dared not come near them. They were required to live in isolated colonies. And if they had to travel, the law obliged them to ring a bell wherever they went. On top of that, they had to live with the repulsion of their own bodies. Leprosy was a long, humiliating, and dismal agony, the most horrible of ancient diseases. Jesus frees these 10 lepers entirely from their hopelessness and dread, and only one comes back to thank him for it. And that one happens to be a Samaritan. We are all moral lepers. The human race was infected with mortal selfishness by original sin. Christ saved us, not with a mere command, but by his incarnation, life, suffering, and painful death on a cross. How many of us render him sincere, heartfelt thanks for all he has done for us? Not to live with an attitude of gratitude towards God is more than being impolite. Ingratitude is ugly because it's positively unjust. Gratitude, on the other hand, is one of the most beautiful flowers in the whole garden of virtue. It directly contradicts self-centeredness, self-indulgence, and self-absorption. Gratitude builds bridges, it unites communities, and it softens hearts. It encourages and inspires. It cuts through discouragement and counteracts depression. It opens the soul to the truth and it releases anxiety. It brings smiles and gladness wherever it blooms. What a pity that it is as rare as it is lovely. Now, those are Father John Bartunek's words. But what really sticks out to me is him talking about the ugliness of ingratitude. It's such a simple thing that we can teach our children, but so powerful because he directly shares with us what gratitude does bring us. Gratitude makes us more open to others. It unites communities. It takes away all of our self-centeredness. It is the antidote that we need in our lives day in and day out to keep working towards being the people that God created us to be and living on this earth, building his kingdom. And it has so many beautiful fruits that comes with it, come with it. An easy way to teach our children about gratitude is to have a gratitude journal. Now I have done this with my kids in the past when they were little, and it is definitely something we've gotten away from. And what we did back then, and I want to encourage you to do, and I'm encouraging myself to start it today on Thanksgiving and just keep up with it for a week. Just go a week at a time and then encourage your family to keep doing it. Find a little notebook around the house. I'm sure you have a couple laying around that are the tiny size or stop in the dollar store and pick one up or just put it on a piece of paper tonight. Or maybe you have a chalkboard in your home that's in a central location that you guys write prayers on or notes of encouragement to each other. Maybe you can use this. Figure out how you're going to do this. 
But every single day, this can be the morning, it can be in the evening before they go to bed, everyone has to write down three things they are grateful for. And you can help the little ones with this. And it may start off as, you know, the big things, but that's okay. They they can say, I'm thankful for my house, but ask them about that. Why do they say that? And expand on it. And they know why they're thankful for it. But then it will go into the small details of the their day and they will notice the little things that truly do bring gratitude and that they should notice and be grateful for in their day. And this will build that virtue, but we have to talk about it and we have to recognize it and we have to know that it is the antidote for the ugliness of ingratitude, but we have to know what living a life of ingratitude does bring us. And, you know, if we're not grateful, then we are ungrateful, whether we're acting ungrateful or not. If we're not truly living the virtue of gratitude, then we're living the opposite. So let's build our families into these places where gratitude abounds and we really take time to pause and think about it more than any of us really do do on a regular basis, myself included. Today, I'm leaving you with a sticker from Together for Date Night. This one comes from the category, my one and only, and the sticker says, the one gift that changed my life. And I want you to talk about that with your family today. Maybe end your Thanksgiving talking about that. Or if you're listening to this after Thanksgiving, just end your evening, end your your dinner meal together, whatever it is, your car ride. End it with asking, do you have one gift that changed your life? What was it? Tell me. And it will lead to a conversation naturally talking about gratitude because you can't think of something as changing your life without being grateful for it. If you like that sticker and how it creates conversation that really matters and meaningful moments shared and words spoken, grab one at togethermoments.com for your family. Bring it home. Give it to someone who you know will be blessed by it. And keep having those words spoken because that is what changes our families. I hope that this gospel from Luke really encouraged you to focus on the virtue of gratitude and do it in a way that is fun for your family and that will continue for days to come. So grab those journals, encourage everyone in the family to write down three things they are grateful for and keep those going. I know that you will see many fruits for many years to come. Have a wonderful weekend. I'll meet you back here on Tuesday. For more stickers like the one you heard in this episode, visit togethermoments.com, shop all our products, sign up for our newsletter to receive all kinds of good information to help keep your family growing strong, and follow us at Together Moments. You can also find this sticker prompt written out in the show notes wherever you listen to this podcast and on our website at togethermoments.com slash podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and it does help you to gather moments and build your family stronger, please recommend it to a friend, leave a review, or simply tag us and let us know that you're listening. Thank you for making this ministry matter by being a family that sticks together.